If I could describe to get my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanca. and welcome to the Get My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And as always, I am so thrilled that you are here. You have taken the time to show up for yourself, to join me on tour and take center stage in your life. If this is the first time that you're tuning in, welcome to the Get My Life Tour. It is so good to have you here. And if you are tuning in after 79 episodes or whatever the case may be, Welcome back. I appreciate each and every time that you show up. Y'all, so I am still in Harlem and I have been enjoying my space. There have been some beautiful days here in New York and I have just enjoyed season three. I've been enjoying season three so much. I hope you have to because y'all, people are really bringing it this season and I am so here for all of it. Okay. <laughs> I really can't be anywhere else since I'm on tour with you guys, but you know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. So because the last two stops on the tour have been incredible, we had back-to-back guest takes center stage. I couldn't really think of what it was that I was going to come and offer you all this week. But the moment became very clear to me. The topic better yet became very clear to me after a moment that I had. And that moment was when I realized that I hadn't properly planned to travel back to the West Coast to attend a baby shower for my cousins who are newlyweds. Oh, I take invitations so seriously. And it is because I'm serious about how I choose to invite people, who I choose to invite, where it is I am inviting people to, and the time that it takes to create a space that is welcoming for others, right? So much time and money, attention to detail, energy, all of these things. And so that is what I want to talk about on this stop of the Get My Life Tour, the invitation. So I was minding my business, doing work, conducting interviews, having great conversations. And it dawned on me that, you know what? There is a baby shower approaching. And I couldn't remember what day the shower was on. I know that My cousin's wife is due at the end of April and that we were eating ice cream, talking about the shower and all these great things that they were going to they were going to do to entertain and host. And I was like, okay, I definitely will be here for the shower. But at that time, I hadn't planned my travel to the East Coast. And I'm really odd. Like, I just travel on the fly. I'm like, I need to go home. Okay, cool. Let me do that. So all these things came to mind. And so I called back West and I asked, hey, what day is the baby shower on? 
And I had to call on a Wednesday and found out that the baby shower was like a week and a half away. (laughs) So at that moment, I really had to check in with myself, right? I do my best to be financially responsible. I value showing up for people and I really honor people's invitations. With those three things in mind, I had to make a decision. And the decision that I landed on was to show up and keep my word, which meant that I needed to purchase a last minute ticket from New York to San Francisco. And that I had to be okay with that because that is what I want to reciprocate, right? I can only imagine what it's like when someone says, no, you know what? I can't, it's not even that I need to imagine. Let me, let me stop myself. Cause I don't even need to imagine. I know what it's like when people do not keep their words and do not show up. Okay. On the, you know, you know what I'm saying? In the really small moments and the really big moments, I couldn't get it out. Excuse me. But that is just one of the worst feelings when people do not show up and whew, I cannot stand when people do not keep their words. Right. So I don't ever want to be that person. And if I have to be that person, I communicate and I over communicate. Right. So I purchased my ticket. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be there. And I made that decision because that is how I hope and I pray that people will show up and decide when it comes to me. And in that moment, I was like, you know what? This is the precedence because this is what you expect. And so this is who you have to be. I don't think enough of us value what goes into extending an invitation to someone else, right? I know not everyone's in event planning or most people aren't eventful, right? They're like, I can pass. I could do without. I don't have the time to plan. I'm not putting my money into that. I don't have the energy, blah, 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 blah. I on the other hand, am very eventful. I love having a good time, right? I'm Tina Turnip part-time and, you know, being able to create experiences and new memories is extremely important to me, right? So aside from my cousins being newlyweds and expecting this kid, I know what me not being there would communicate. And one of the things that came to mind for me that it would that would be communicated was that this moment wasn't important to me or enough for me to make accommodations to show up. I believe in going to the ends of the earth for people who I love. And in me purchasing this last minute ticket, Beyond the ticket, right? Just making the decision to be there is proof of that, right? So it's important for us to be who we say we are, right? And to act 
out our values and to prioritize what is important. I remember hearing someone say, you know, show me your priorities and I'll show you what you value. And that has stuck with me ever since. Prioritizing being there, celebrating new life, celebrating their love after being a witness to it for so long makes me feel good, right? And it helps me to create a new memory that I am anticipating and looking forward to with great expectations. But it also challenges me to be on top of my game, right? I greatly appreciate when people show up for me. And so I have to do that. That means I need to be flexible. That means I need to make plans, prioritize, you know, and put myself aside at times, right? It would have been so convenient for me to be like, you know what? Let me just make up for it in a nice gift and the money I could have used on a flight just didn't know. But see, this is the thing a lot of us miss. When people invite you somewhere, they're inviting you because of the value you add, right? And that is key to remember. You're not being invited all the time because you look good, you're popular, you tell good jokes, you know, and you're just, you know, lit. I mean, that could be the case. I, I, you know, I would say that's the, no, no, I'm kidding. Right. But that could be the case, but I don't think that that's the case oftentimes, right? Invitations are often strategic. And when we pass up on those invitations too often or too frequently, I believe that people will find ways to uninvite you. I have had that experience too, where people are like, you know what? I didn't know where you were or if you would even be interested. And I'm like, what? What would make you think that? Right now, I can say that those aren't people who I'm the closest to or who I've been in relationship with the longest. Because if you know me, if you love me, invite me. I'm going to be there. And if I can't, I will let you know and find a way to support you. But people will find ways to uninvite you if you don't show up for them eventually. Right. With good reason, oftentimes. And that's fair. And when that happens, it's also fair for you to go back to the drawing board or just to have a sit, a seat, excuse me, and think about some things. Right. Why am I not being invited? Oh, my goodness. Why didn't they think of me instead of having a pity party or being upset and disgruntled? That could just be the moment you need to reevaluate how you are showing up or how you are not showing up and what that has communicated to other people. And I believe when you are mindful about showing up for others, it will continue to make room for you. Right. People want you to be there. Like I said, you add value. You bring joy. You're supportive. They want you to celebrate them. Everybody is not in it for the gift. Let me say that again. Everyone is not in it for the gift. 
I've had experiences where I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going because I'm pretty sure all they want is a gift or they want to know what I'm doing and not how I'm doing or whatever the case may be. I've also learned and experienced that some people thoroughly enjoy you and they want you to be there to either witness or experience the moment and celebrate them, right? Sometimes people want you to celebrate with them. So what I also want to offer you is that maybe it's time for you to change your perspective on being invited into spaces, right? I know it's Still COVID, people are bragging about being vaccinated and what that means for them or those, you know, who choose not to are like, look, outside is opening, I'm here. But as, you know what I'm saying, the atmosphere shifts and people become more comfortable being in, you know, tight spaces and gathering with others, I think it's important for us to reevaluate what invitations we're going to accept and which ones we're going to pass on. And with that, you know, communication is key, right? Look, I don't feel as comfortable being in a room of, you know, with 20 plus people or actually thank you for thinking of me. And I would love to have that experience with you, right? Finding ways to communicate your interests or lack thereof is essential, And since I don't like to speak without referencing, you know, anything, I actually did a bit of research and I found a really helpful article from a journalist, Rachel Wilkerson Miller, and she is an editor at Self. So she wrote this really insightful and funny piece on Self about two years ago, um, helping people build their case for saying no. And she actually offered some script, some verbiage, if you will. And I thought this is extremely helpful because sometimes we don't have the language to say no, right? Or to communicate what it is that we're feeling. And I came up with a few things in my head, but I was like, let me see what's on the internet. So that's exactly what I did. Okay. So here's a script for whether or not something, um, or excuse me, whether or not you want to go somewhere or better yet for saying no, right? Cause this is about saying no. And this is if it's date specific and you prefer to not go, right? You can say, Oh, thank you so much for thinking of me. Unfortunately, I won't be able to make it, but thank you for the invitation. So kind, so proper to the point, right? Or you can say, Oh, that sounds lovely, but I won't be able to make it, but have a great time. I think that's applicable whether someone's asking you on a date or not in full transparency, right? But sometimes you may not have the capacity, the energy, or the wherewithal to participate. Um, so maybe you say, I don't have much room for extracurriculars these days. <laughs> that is extravagant. But I would love to do something else, right? At a date or a later date in the future. I'm going to stop reading the script now because I feel like I can come up with some examples for y'all, but I wanted to refer to something else. Um, but right. Just find ways to communicate 
uh, whether or not you'll be able to participate. Or here's a fun thing that I really love doing. When people send me invitations, I like to call them and talk about what I'm looking forward to, hear more about the moment that, that they are planning and have, you know what I'm saying? Like a conversation and get excited about what it is that they're doing. People really appreciate that. You know, it's like, hey, oh my gosh, bro, I can't believe you're about to do this. Or sis, really, like, so tell me what you're looking forward to. Being able to build on the excitement helps to strengthen relationships and bonds, right? And you're creating a moment before the moment. Sending someone a thank you card for the invitation always goes a long way, right? Maybe you're not here for writing letters. I don't know if it's an email, if you want to, you know, be super professional or if that's your preferred method of communication or a text message goes a long way, right? Throw a little gif in there or gif, however you pronounce it. And let people know that you are grateful for being thought of and for receiving an invitation to be in the room with them. All right. So I wrote a few other things down. This one is key. And I want to just elaborate on this a bit more because I touched on it, but it's about creating new memories. It's hard to be in a relationship with people when you're not growing, when you're not creating new memories and all you have are conversations about past experiences. Boring, boo, like booing from the front row. That is so boring. You know, it's challenging to socialize, but people have figured it out this entire pandemic. So there is no excuse. Okay. There is FaceTime, the internet, every other software, and you know what I'm saying? Face masks. So you have to be willing to have fun. You feel me? Like fun just don't happen. You got to have fun. You know what I'm saying? Playing for fun. Spontaneity is where it's at. Creating new memories is what keeps relationships going. Healthy relationships, thriving relationships, dynamic relationships. Okay. So get out there and create some new memories. Say yes to the invitation. I heard, you know, a girlfriend of mine say, you know, you got to be mindful that the, the invitation doesn't expire. And it was so timely. I was like, that's good, Mo. That is really good. And too often that happens, right? Whether it's a, a coupon code, some kind of registration, access to some kind of like digital offering, or you forgot to RSVP to something too late. Or someone says, hey, follow up with me or keep in touch, right? The invitation expires. That, oof, there is nothing like that feeling, right? I remember talking about the art of following up on one stop of the tour. And it's important for us to, I got to find another word other than important. I'm probably importanting you guys out if that's even a thing. It's imperative. It is critical. It is essential. It is key. All these things that we follow up with people when they invite us somewhere. Okay. 
So create new memories. Do not let the invitation expire. Don't forget to let people know that you are grateful for being thought of. Here's the other thing. At times, there are some of us who are so used to being invited somewhere that we think that we're entitled to being invited. <laughs> okay. And that's not how it works, right? And so I think we have to check that too. I will not elaborate, but if you know, you know. All right. So I've talked about communicating the significance behind certain invitations, creating new memories. I also want to talk about loyalty. Mm. Loyalty and reciprocity, okay? For some people, loyalty is everything. For others, (laughs) you can be loyal to a fault. I've been on both ends of the spectrums, okay? But I do value loyalty. I will say that. But I think when we show up for people, that's one of the ways that we communicate and engage in that sense of, you know, loyalty to one another. It's kind of hard to claim that you're loyal or that you're a loyalist and you're not showing up for someone. You're not accepting the invitation. You just have this sense of entitlement to always be invited, but you ain't showing up. Oh, that's raggedy. Don't be that person, okay? Because I won't invite you anywhere, right? And that that's what so many of us long for. So that's my point about loyalty. Now reciprocity, right? I think it's equally as, I'm going to say the word important again, to require to hold people accountable for showing up for you too. Sometimes we're showing up for people. We're showing up. We're there. We outside. We shooting in the gym. We at their mama house. We everywhere. And then when it's time for us to extend an invitation or we think that we're in such intimate relationship that we don't have to invite someone, they should just kind of know when to come. They not showing up. I got really loose with my tongue, like, but they're not showing up for us. So I think it's important to, if I say important one more time, I'm going, ugh. Right. But we have to show up for one another. Reciprocity has to be a part of the equation, especially when extending invitations and measuring, you know, how people are showing up. I know it sounds kind of weird to say or it even feels weird to say measure. Right. But whether we're dating or we are in platonic relationship or in relationship with our families, friends, whatever. Right. Reciprocity matters. There was something else that I had on my list and I think that I deleted it. 
loyalty, reciprocity, and what was the last thing, y'all? Help me out. (laughs) I can't remember it, okay? So what I will say is that the little things matter. It doesn't matter if it's a baby shower, showing up to someone's Zoom party or meetup, making sure that you open someone's newsletter, following up with someone when they said that they've participated in something that is new and exciting for them. The little things matter. And as we get older, as we mature in ourselves and our experiences and in our relationships, being mindful of what invitations we accept and extend. Oof. I feel like it plays a role in everything. Managing relationships, no matter what kind, can be beautifully challenging at times. More challenging (laughs) than anything, right? So showing up, showing out, and showing your gratitude is what matters. So, you know, I'm thinking about my mic drop moment and what's coming to me is that the invitation is in your hands. That's it. The invitation is in your hands. What you choose to do with the invitation determines how you will show up or how people will engage with you when you don't or you choose not to. I don't think that you have to accept every invitation, but I think that it is essential that you honor each and every invitation whether that's with an excited yes or a healthy no. Look, I am so grateful that you've accepted the invitation and that you've showed up for yourself. You know, being on tour in this third season just means so much to me. And I'm grateful each and every time that I'm able to come center stage or take center stage with an incredible guest. And I'm just like living in the moment, y'all. And I'm so glad that you're here. So as we continue on tour, be sure to stay connected. Visit the GetMyLifeTour.com, register for the newsletter, subscribe, download, review, the podcast, wherever it is that you tune in from. So excited about the Get My Life Tour now being available on Pandora. Of course, the other 11 listening platforms that the podcast is on. And if you want to stay connected on social media, be sure to do so at the Get My Life Tour on Facebook and Instagram at Get My Life Tour on Twitter. And to stay connected with me as I tell stories and just live my life, be sure to do so on social at Lydia C. Blanco or visit my website, LydiaCBlanco.com. I have some incredible things coming up, incredible guests who are going to bless us here on the tour and help us get our lives. So I'm excited. I cannot wait to be here again with you on the next stop of the tour. Until then, it has been real.
Peace.